0: Relevant Radio presents today's Holy Sacrifice of the Mass from the Cathedral of St. Paul in St. Paul, Minnesota. We especially welcome you visitors among us here today, as well as with all those praying across the Archdiocese, even across the world, on relevant radio or on live stream. And our mass on the memorial of Saint Polycarp is offered for the repose of the soul of Frank Manderfield. And our entrance antiphon can be found on page 345 of Magnificat. Set me free from my distress, O Lord. See my loneliness and my suffering and take away all my sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So my sisters and brothers, as we gather here this morning, we hear that the Lord's ways are not always, or that people complain the Lord's ways are not fair. And one way that he's not fair is that he forgives. So let us begin by taking advantage of the Lord's unfairness, of his great mercy, and let us ask for His that mercy and forgiveness of our sins this morning.
1: Lord Jesus, you heal the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you give us yourself to heal us and to bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
0: And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant that your faithful Lord, we pray, may be so conformed to the Paschal observances that the bodily discipline now solemnly begun may bear fruit in the souls of all. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God
2: forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God If the wicked man turns away from all the sin he committed, if he keeps all my statutes and does what is right and just, he shall surely live, he shall not die. None of the crimes he committed shall be remembered against him. He shall live because of the virtue he has practiced. Do I indeed derive any pleasure from the death of the wicked, says the Lord God? Do I not rather rejoice when he turns from his evil way that he may live? And if the virtuous man turns from the path of virtue to do evil, the same kind of abominable things that the wicked man does, can he do this and still live? None of his virtuous deeds shall be remembered, because he has broken faith and committed sin. Because of this he shall die. You say, the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair, or rather, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if the wicked, turning from the wickedness he has committed, does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all the sin that he committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. The word of the Lord. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my voice in supplication. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, Lord, who can stand? But with you is forgiveness that we you may be revered if you o lord mark iniquities who can stand i trust in the lord my soul trusts in his word my soul waits for the lord more than sentinels wait for the dawn let israel wait for the lord if you o lord mark iniquities who can stand for with the lord is kindness and with him is plenteous redemption and he will redeem Israel from all their iniquities. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand?
1: Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Cast away from you all the crimes you have committed, says the Lord, and make for yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Praise is unto you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother Raga will be answerable to the Sahedron. And whoever says you fool will be liable to fury in Gahana. And therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you'll be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities,
0: who can stand? Now one does not need to be around young children very long. Before you hear one of them say, or maybe probably even yell, something like we heard Ezekiel proclaim on behalf of God, that is not fair. For a sense of fairness, a sense of justice is something that we all seem to be born with in our hearts. The sad truth is that life is not always fair. It's also kind of sad, I would say, to be around adults who frequently lament life's unfairness, who have not yet come to accept the reality that life is unfair, even as we as Christians are called to act with justice. Towards others and to promote greater justice in society. These themes around the balance of fairness and injustice and all of that are challenging indeed. Be the topics of a book, not a short homily. But I think there are several quick, very quick points worth noting this morning. The first is that the reason that sometimes life is not fair is because of sin. If there were no sin, there would be no injustice. If there were no injustice, then life would be truly, objectively fair. Unfairness came in with the fall and with all that happened with it. Second, we we have to carefully examine the facts and our own motives when we claim that something is not fair. Now, it is true that we have a sense of justice in our hearts, but part of our fallen nature makes it possible that our sense of justice is, well, a bit off. What we claim is fair or believe is fair or unfair can start to be defined by what is good for me, or what I want, or how I think the world should work, rather than by what is truly just. Hence, we need to constantly return mentally to to calibrating what is fair or not fair based upon objective truth, based upon the Bible, based upon what the Church teaches, not based upon what is good for us or what feels right to us. And the third point is perhaps the most shocking of all. It's what I mentioned at the start. It's part of what Jean was talking about um, when this, when this, in the first reading, when when um, these comments came forward. We as Christians believe that in at least one way God is not fair. Yes, there is one way that Jesus taught us, both by his words and by his dying on the cross, that God is not fair. That Jesus taught us clearly and Jesus through his actions demonstrated that we have a God who understands there is injustice in the world, yet he wants to forgive us when we act unjustly. If only we turn to him asking forgiveness and if, we, if only we treat others the same way. We heard about the importance of forgiving others at the end of St. Matthew's um, recount of the Lord's Prayer. I think it was on Tuesday at Mass. But as shocking as this sounds, forgiveness is not fair, which is part of why it can be so hard for us to forgive, because forgiveness is not being just. Forgiveness is an act of mercy which trumps which goes over the top of justice. That is why Jesus died on the cross for us in what was the most unjust execution in the history of the world. And as we heard in the gospel, Pastor the Deacon Phil proclaimed for us this morning, we are called to settle our differences, to forgive one another, when we've been involved in an act of injustice. Whether we are the one who acted unjustly or we or the victim, or some combination of both. My dear sisters and brothers in Christ, let us during the season of Lent, first of all, strive to be just in our actions, so that objectively, we truly are fair people. In addition, let us strive to constantly reevaluate what we think is fair, based upon what is truly just, based upon God's truth not based upon what we desire or our selfish selfish interests. And finally, as we prepare to receive the Sacrament of Penance during this Lenten season, let us be people who are unfair in the same way that God is unfair. Let us be people who grow in forgiveness, both by turning to God to receive God's unfair forgiveness for ourselves, and then passing along forgiveness to others. Let us do so in humility, mindful of the responsorial psalm we proclaim together. If you, O oh Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? And now let us stand. As we embrace the sacrifices of Lent, let us present to God our needs and those of the whole world.
1: Before Francis and Archbishop Hepta, Bishop Williams and Bishop Eisen, may God grant our shepherds the courage to lead us in truth. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our continued reverence for all human life, may we never tire of protecting innocent life, both in the womb and in those nearing the end of their earthly journey. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the gift of perseverance this Lent, remaining faithful to our resolutions of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. May we draw closer to the cross of Jesus. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, may they be purified of all sin and share eternal joy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord,
0: hear our prayer. Uh, this commemoration of St. Polycarp will conclude with, um, his, with the prayer for his day. God of all creation, we're pleased to give the bishop... St. Polycarp, a place in the company of the martyrs, grant through his intercession that sharing with him in the, in the chalice of Christ, we may rise through the Holy Spirit to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness you receive the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept the sacrificial offerings, O Lord, by which in your power and kindness you willed us to be reconciled to yourself and our salvation to be restored through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you will that our self-denial should give you thanks, humble our sinful pride, contribute to the feeding of the poor, and so help us to imitate you in your kindness. And so we glorify you with countless angels, as with one voice of praise we acclaim. Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, the mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ and gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and Bernard our Bishop, his assistant bishops, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all. We pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the Saints who have pleased you throughout thee, may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life. And may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O oh God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, best against us, put us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles,
1: Those unable to receive Holy Communion, we offer the following prayer. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul, since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally. Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you.
0: As I live, says the Lord, I do not desire the death of the sinner, but rather that he turn back and live. Let us pray. May the holy refreshment of your sacrament restore us anew, O Lord, and cleansing us of, of old ways, take up, take us up in the, into the mystery of salvation through Christ our Lord. And may the Lord be with you. Spirit, bow down for the blessing. Look with favor on your people, O Lord, that what their observance outwardly declares it may inwardly bring about through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy
1: Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God.